0: On this week's episode of the Off The Bit podcast, we have our sports correspondent, our first-time sports correspondent, Michael McGill. He joins us for a lengthy interview. We talk horse racing, we talk sport, we talk soccer, we talk fine cotton. We talk everything. Great interview. Uh, We've got a few segments. We've got some all-new segments coming up. Uh, There's no NRL this week with Hubie Brown because of the buy. Uh, Let's go. The views and opinions put forth in this podcast by Man and Royce Reese are our views and our views alone. There's no room here for scathing attacks on the information we provide or the bullshit that manifests. We take a lighthearted walk through the vast yawning chasm that is racing and sport and life. And if you don't like it,
1: well, feel free to jog on. That's your man, Yellow Man. I'm your boy, Royce Reese. This is the Off The Bit Podcast. And we prefer our listeners. shaken, not steward. Not stirred. Not stirred.
0: Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two, we are back, we are live, it is Tuesday the 26th of June, this is episode 12. What's the weather like? And Queensland are (laughs) dead, (laughs) dead. New South Wales, (laughs) New New South South Wales, New South Wales. Wales. Oh, I like that, this is a good way to start. Uh, This is the Off The Bit Podcast, it is um, is episode 12 as we've said. Queensland are dead. The state of origin is over. Thank God we can rejoice. Uh, we have a cracking show for you. We've got our sports correspondent, Michael McGill, join us for a great interview. Uh, we picked his brain about his lengthy uh, um, career in racing and in sport. He's a very well-versed man. He knows man everything. In, in everything. And, everything about and, everything. And beer. So, and, like, and fucking what's beer. Like He's the perfect guy? man. He I is. And we've both got a bit of a bro
1: crush on him. Oh, I know. Like, uh, How many beers would it take? For me to yeah, probably none. <laughs> he's, he's that <laughs> like, good. Like like, like we said, good. like we said, I've been off the beer so. Uh, oh I, yeah, I, wouldn't I, take I, anything. Yeah. I, I haven't Just... had that excuse to, to use. So yeah, yeah. You'll find
0: in the interview that rolls Rees has been. We, we didn't want to say anything because uh, it didn't want it to come across. So rolls Rees has been off the beer for a month. So if you, uh, if you think he was boring and droll in the last two episodes, there's a fucking good reason for it. Uh, we've, I'm back, baby. We've, uh, he's back on the wagon. Welcome. Welcome. Thank um, you. Good to be here. We've got a great show, uh, as well as this interview, as well as, uh, as uh, instead of us covering, covering our own racing and sport news, Michael McGill comes on. We uh, hash it out like a couple of grown ups for a good part of 20 minutes and have a great, uh, lot of fun. We've got some uh, new segments as well. Uh, we've got a couple of, well, there's a couple of sneaky ones and, and our winners and losers. So, uh, we, let's do what we should do normally, which is our routine, which is cut to the racing and sport news. So let's top it off, uh, kick this shit off with, uh, Michael McGill's interview. And here we go. And here we go. Okay. So on the phone now we have <laughs> our brand new off the bit sports correspondent, Michael McGill on the phone. Michael, how are you? And thanks for joining the show. Good boys. Very well. How are you both? Very are yeah, well. good. We're very good. Well. Um, we got a lot to talk about, mate. First of all, we'll introduce you to our uh, our public audience. Um, uh, you've uh, you're a man of many hats and many talents. Uh, give yourself uh, just give you a, us a little bit of a wrap up about um, yourself, where you're from, how you got into the industry of, of sport and racing, um, and we can pick your brain from there.
2: Too easy. I'll give you a quick two minute bridge version. Um, yep. Like back in probably the early 80s, my parents owned a shop in Strathfield and an old local bloke used to come in on the Saturday and just because he was a lonely old man. And him and my dad would do $6 box class vectors on the last race in Sydney every Saturday. Yeah, right. So if I about 12 or 13 and I was into that, then I'd put in a couple of dollars. Went to boarding school for four years and then from the age of 15, you could find me every Wednesday and Saturday in the barrel CAB. Yep. Um, and then in about uh, 1988, that old fella took me to my first race meeting at Canterbury. And uh, the first horse over back was a horse called Dream for Deborah at 6-1 to one in the fifth race, and it won. Yeah. And then the last race was a horse, a very famous distance uh, horse called Galley Gaskins was resuming over 1,000 metres. It was 100-1, and being, you know, being a 15-year-old kid, I liked the form, so I had a dollar each way. Yeah. Uh, it, it ended up starting at 33-1, to one and it won the race, and, mate, hooked from then. How, who, who was
0: putting the bets on the old, the old guy?
2: No, me. But, mate, back in those days, I, I was standing next to him, so bookies would take the money.
1: So how the fuck do you remember that? I don't even know. Oh what no, I, did I, can't, I can't
2: remember. <laughs> yeah. Mate, the, the lady at the Barrel TAB used to say, "As long as you don't stand in the window and stand to your side on the Wednesday in your school uniform, you can put your bets on."
0: Oh, wow, <laughs> that's a dream. <laughs> that's that's a benefit of growing up in
2: Barrel, I guess. That's impressive. Yeah. And, and then one of my dad's mates uh, in the photographic industry, he was a, a bookmaker on the weekends because uh, he, he lived in Mossvale. Yep. So every, once a month, the Moth Dog Dogs would be on, and I'd nick over the fence from boarding school on a Saturday and spend all day Saturday at Moth Dog Dogs turning the dials and putting bets on for him. And back in those days, they actually had a, a ring of three bookies who betted on Sydney, Melbourne, and Brisbane. So yeah, again, it was awesome time growing up.
0: Yeah. Mate, so you're basically just like a, a ready-born punter right from birth.
2: When I was in year 12, I was a bookie at boarding school, and I even had teachers putting bets on for me. Oh. And the, the, the biggest win was when uh, it was the, the Tigers played Canberra in the grand final, and it was a draw at full time, oh, and I kept everyone's yeah. money. <laughs> Chicka Ferguson
0: broke their hearts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah right. Uh, I think the field goal will come off the crossbar in that game, too, for memory. Very true, correct. Yeah. Ah oh, wow so you so we've got the right guy on board to be our, our sports correspondent. Um yeah, the, the old fart yeah. Where did you go from there like uh, without people understanding, your CV reads now that you you do do a lot of uh media interviewing with with uh uh racing industry folk. Mm-hmm. And yep. also um that you uh have an affiliation with Gage Roads Brewery. So It kind of ticks all our boxes, really, Uh, (laughs) like sport and racing and beer. Sport, good. Drinking and gambling. How's that? Yeah, and gambling. gambling. So uh, so how does the affiliation with Gage Roads come into it?
2: Well, um, back in about uh, 2006, my wife and I, we got married overseas and we stayed in Spain for three years and then we bought a, a bar on the beach and we turned it into an Aussie bar. And so then just working in the bar for three years, I got really interested in, you know, unfortunately I was standing on the customer side of the bar most days and learning to drink <laughs> too much of the profits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, after <laughs> 2009, my son was born over there. So we came home uh, to set up house again. And a friend of mine sent me a link to Seek and said, mate, check out this job. They're looking for a brand ambassador for New South Wales for this beer company. Yep. So I'm, I, I knew Atomic and Single Fin from, you know, Dan Murphy's because they're Australia-wide. And yeah, stuck my hat in the ring and... Um, did I told them some good stories and got the job.
0: How many people did you have to knock off to get the job? Like, in the interview process, did you Mate, drag so a few out the back? And you a beer
2: rep, there would have been hundreds. But, uh, yeah, I, I practiced my spiel like bit in front of the mirror, so it was all good. <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> and this, this this takes you all over the place because I just see you got back from Perth. You uh, visited Optus Stadium there. How, how, was, uh, how was that little trip? You, Mate, this is all, like, uh, uh, paid for, pro
2: bono. How does that work? Oh, all paid for. So basically, Gage Roads are the second largest independent brewer in Australia behind um, Cooper's. So yep. we brew eleven million liters of beer a year. Uh, we're on the Australian Stock Exchange. Yep. Um, we've we've got the Perth, the new one point two billion dollar Perth Stadium. We've got the five year contract for, for the next five years. We, we beat CUB and um, and Lion Nathan. Yep. And um, we've just picked up uh, Cricket Victoria for the next three years. We do the Sydney Rugby Seven for the next two years. Um, yeah, mate, it's going from strength to strength. I mean, the beers are in every single Dan Murphy's and BWS and just about every celebrations and decent pub and bottle shop in Australia.
1: Fantastic. Great. So uh, what, what type of beers are you doing up there, just for uh, our uh, average punter out there that's not too conversed uh, unless yeah. they've got a VB average or something punter, in front of them?
2: We're not crafty-crafty. We're more mainstream craft. So if you're just entering the market, you know, a, a good mainstream beer, like a single thin summer ale. So if you think of um, Stone & Woods Pacific Ale. Yep. Yep. That and single fin, almost identical, but single fin being better, of course.
1: Yeah, of uh, that, course. That
2: finished, single fin finished number five in the uh, Gab's Hottest 100 craft of so this year. Um, we've got Little Dub, which is a new world pale ale. That's more of a, a bit, little bit darker beer. That's uh, 6.2%. That was Australian beer of the year in 2016. Uh, we've got the Tonic Pale Ale, which is an American style. That's the, that's. Everyone knows the colour of that bottle. It's green. They see it everywhere. Yep. And then you have got the Sleeping Giant, which is an, an IPA, an Indian Pale more like an English style though.
1: Mm. Yeah, nice. Uh, what, I love, what, I love like my Singen. IPAs.
2: Hey, Rhys?
1: Yeah, you you really love your yeah, IPAs. You yeah. should have seen me one night, uh, uh, one
2: day. Actually, a bit of news as well. Just last Friday, the company purchased Matsos from uh, Broom for just over thirteen million, and they they they, they produce uh, a mango beer, a ginger beer, a chili beer. Um, yeah. they've to be a cherry beer, top to beer. A mango beer, yep. mango beer
1: is highly underrated. Highly underrated. They're a really nice. It's a nice beer. Well, I, I don't eat mango. Yeah. It's Do it's, you? it's on mango is on my top three list of most hated things. Uh, and you're colorblind, and so, and <laughs> <colorblind.
0: laughs> God hated you. Yeah,
1: he can't fine. see well, colors and he then? hates mangoes. No
0: way. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's it's a good thing. He's the guy you used to be talking about because uh, celebration a little bit of a little bit of a clap for Reece. He just got back on the wagon. He had a, he had a month off drinking and then <laughs> state of
1: origin converted him. and Now he's back with us. So well up, uh, a
2: month,
1: what's wrong with you, mate? You okay? Uh, mate, I'm better now. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I tell you what. Most people go, well, how, how did you feel after doing a month off the piss? No different. Don't do it. I was just a little bit more bored. He told me, yeah, <laughs> a lot more bored. He told me that he, he felt great, but
0: uh, I, I don't know. I, I was going back re- and <laughs> rehashing the last two episodes. Just curious. Last two did, episode- you
2: find you were, did you find you were eating more junk food?
1: I was eating like an absolute horse, hey. Yeah. Like, I'd just be sitting around watching. Well, when Ascot was on, I was like, oh, fuck, I really really want to just crack a beer and watch Ascot. But I couldn't. Yeah. So I just ended up eating like an absolute freight yeah. train, hey. Like, yeah, just... yeah,
0: sweets too, I've heard. <laughs> I've never done it. I, I, but I'm, I not,
1: I'm not a sweet, sweet, sweet tooth man, but um, I just keep a lot of dumplings in the freezer and stuff, chuck them on the steamer, get them up, get them going. Lovely. That's how I
0: do it. Um, we... Uh... I think we've covered everything. Let's let's get into some uh, some real deep racing and sports news. Then, um, do you feel that, that we've covered everything that the world needs to know about you?
2: Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I don't really follow any. I mean, being a, a punter, I don't really follow any teams, you know, religiously. Yep. Because I, you know, I I prefer to use my brain and my heart. Mm. And um, apart from maybe the Tennessee Titans, Liverpool FC, and maybe the Brisbane Broncos. I don't oh, I don't
0: like everybody. oh mate. You know, we might have to renege this yeah. offer that we sent out. <laughs> oh, um, fuck. Look, it's pending.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, well hey, hey, was, we, we can't be too prejudiced. you do go for manly.: so. Fancy being born in like Vale area.
0: Barrel area. Uh, yeah. No, no. Uh, well, well,
2: well, you didn't ask where I was born, my friend. I was born in Glasgow, Scotland. And Brisbane is a lot closer <laughs> to Glasgow than any city team uh, is Wow. Today. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I just got... You are um, an Rose absolute Reece. mixed I just, breed. I, I
0: just got dunked on. Did yeah, you see good. that? He good. dunked yep, on me got hardcore. On. He put me on a poster.
1: <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> that Was that your... Um, uh, your Nick Olive moment, remember? Yeah, remember that's, how you stitched me up with Nick yeah. Olive?
0: No, no. The the thing we'll do later with my state of origin video is me is me doing oh, the Nick so Olive. You stitch yourself up yeah, on dunk, that one. Dunk on myself. Uh, okay, let's get into some sport news. We'll go, we'll go with racing for a start, uh, mate. We'll cover first of all uh, the Diamond Jubilee Merchant Navy winning for Australia. Uh, hasn't been done before. Uh, has been done before. Sorry, but uh, it's uh, definitely a surprise as as to how Red Kirk Warrior went. Now I know you. Uh, of
2: all these hats you wear,
0: you are an avid racing fan. What was your take on it?
2: Mate, uh, what do you expect? Uh, Frankie Dottori, say no more. There's there's good Frankie and there's bad Frankie. But, Sam, I did notice on Twitter yesterday that David Hayes said that uh, Redcock wear is going to go forward to the July Cup now.
0: Yes, yes. Now, I did – I actually – I saw that as well. What what, do you, what about when he said his first basic sentence leading into it was, "Look, we know that Red Kirkbury well, doesn't travel too well. We've learnt that from interstate, you know, uh, journeys." And we're like, well, why the fuck did you take him to England then?
1: <laughs> what, it was a, well, le- leave him on the straight at Flemington, mate. I've taken uh, I've taken a few dollars off punters there, so yeah, he loves loves yeah. Flemington. But then
0: he sort of reiterated and he said, "Well, he did travel, um, and now he's based at Newmarket, and uh, the July Cup's at Newmarket, so that's how he kind of spun yeah. that." But Man, that was a very strange sentence to come out of a trainer's mouth saying the horse. Very strange.
2: I'd be very keen to see what the odds will be. If it's, um, you know, if I can get each way, I might have a little crack. But, I was going to say, yeah, would I'm, you take that, it? First, uh, for a second up, had it, it's been there for a couple of, you know, a couple of weeks. Yes, I'd have an each way bet. But if it's anywhere near the top two in the market, I, I'd stay well clear.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, of course we had uh, Harry Angel with the Barry mishap. Yeah. <laughs> on the <laughs> biggest. Base, basically, the,
1: come, come out sideways, through his head up. Well, he had, his no, back, no. he
0: had his back leg on the petition. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. So they went to they went to grab the uh, the barrier blanket off, which they call in England something weird, just like a, a like a calm, calming sheet. <laughs> they just oh, yeah. can't help themselves. Like barrier blanket? No, no, no. Oh no,
1: it's the calming
0: <laughs> sheet. The calming blanket. Put, put the guy, put his blanket on. <laughs> tuck him
1: in. I want pity.
0: So he kicked out at, at the guy trying to unclip it, and then got his uh, near side hind caught up in the petition and jumped accordingly. So, uh, th- in
2: Australia, every day of the week, that's a non runner.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and you sort of, I thought back and I tried to make a line through it that like that shit wouldn't happen in Australia. And then I remembered Maldivian in the Cox plate when he, uh, in the Caulfield cut, when he reared up and cut his uh, neck open mm-hmm. on a camera. And I thought, Oh no, it happens in Australia too. That's <laughs> that, that sort of f- fuck shit happens. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, it was a great race. Um, Great, great for Merchant Navy. A bit of pill with uh, Kieran Ma. Like y- y- like you said in his post-race interview, they, they had him from from uh, spelling all the way through his juvenile and they sort of take it off him. I wonder, like, do you f- feel an immense sense of pride or you just think, I could have just done this myself without Adrian O'Brien? But, mate,
2: got to say, Kieran Ma, what a gentleman. Yep. He, he showed Australia to be true legends. The way he spoke, no bit of pill. He just took it in his stride. Mate, hats off to him.
0: Yep. Exactly, especially after the uh, last sort of year he's endured, too. Like, he hasn't had the greatest time in the world. You think he'd be bitter just uh, as a reset um, uh, mind frame? True. Yeah.
2: I, I, I think he's trying to work his way back into our good books as well after that. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Plus, plus,
0: Jamaica got sold for an absolute song and he got a kick
1: back from that. So, I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah, exactly. he's quite happy. How about on a, uh, a bit, bit of an Australian turf here? Uh, Tats Tiara. I uh oh, I'm I'm not going to not going to cry you, myself uh, but look at uh you. okay it, here if, he goes Here he fucking If go. uh anybody listens back last week mate I subtly threw out a tip <laughs> for our uh, prompt response you So did. uh did you get on it me?
2: Yeah, I did. I actually did listen to episode eleven, and the first thing I heard was you say "prompt response." And I thought oh, I only had ten each way. But uh, oh, well. I, you know, w- when you mentioned it, there's still thirty-seven horses in the field. So well done, hats off to you. Yeah, yeah,
0: and, and, well, settle down, ease up on him because he did also say, if we're going to go verbatim, <laughs> if we're going to go verbatim on what you said last week, you did say that by the time we come back in this week, we'll have a picture up of the Northcon?
1: Hold on, uh, uh, it hasn't come Hasn't come through. Update on the insertion job. Uh, we are looking, so there's quite a specific, f- fuck you matey. <laughs> there's quite a specific frame and I'm looking for it, but now I've come to the conclusion that the shitter it looks, the better it's going to be because it sort of highlights how little people pay attention to those, those photos in a punting room.
0: Yeah, they so, won't care. So, won't so I'm just
1: going to do a really shit job of it yeah. and chuck it up there. It will be up there sometime this week and I'll post a photo. Of
0: so basically, rolls Reese has been to every big W in Wollongong, which is one, and realised that there wasn't a frame that was the same
1: chest by chest size. And now he's like, plan <laughs> I actually, B. I actually went back down later that day with a tape measure and measured it. Did you? <laughs> yeah. And you still haven't got one? Still haven't got one. You're on, you're, fif- you're on
0: the hot seat if you don't have it by 15 next inches by 15 inches. All right, we're rambling on. Yeah. Um, okay, our next uh, topic topic is a uh, uh, very hot one. We've got John Nicolik uh who is uh currently nearly dead uh after a drug arrest while he was sailing his yacht on a romantic quote unquote romantic holiday um and also <laughs> just <laughs> picking up a casual thirteen kilos and twenty million dollars worth of cocaine and firearms. Um so he took some sort of uh illicit substance while he was in hospital, maybe a cyanide or something like that of uh, that ill
1: fucking wild man. It is
0: wild. Um well, what can you you can wax lyrical about the Nicklex all day. But I can tell you this is my take on this, Michael. That at yep. one stage during the Danny Nicklex furor with Terry Bailey, I actually kind of thought at one stage it had me in a pocket, thinking, you know what, Terry Bailey's a bit of a fucking arsehole. Like he really is. Like he's a he's a real militant Nazi regime type of guy, and Danny Nicklex deserves his fair day and fair say. And then. This shit comes out, and you're like, "Oh wow, no, nah, no, nah, he was just towing the line." These well, Nicholas, speaking of the Nazis, see, he's he, he knew on you a lot on. more. Yeah. he knew
2: a lot more than we did a long time ago. He's a smart man. Mm. And I don't forget, he had bullets shot into his house. He did as get well. shot at. Yes, yes. This, this is the. Uh, I- this was the... I can see a racing samba nicolic underbelly series coming up. <laughs> oh, abs- absolutely.
1: Ooh. Do you reckon I can get a part in that? Oh, who are you, blame? You. Casey Dredge is you're, Casey you're, Dredge. You're, you're, you're short and fat. You'll be right. Ooh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so I could be a retired jockey. Yeah, well, yes. yeah I play
0: myself. <laughs> i could be a trainer. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, just, to, just to, for people that aren't aware, because it's not like a, a real worldwide story unless you're really in the racing community. So uh, a jockey's brother, John Nikolik, um, uh, with ties to uh, a, a death in 2011 of, of their father-in-law, which was uh, Les Samba, uh, was just uh, on, a, on a yachting expedition with his wife that just happened to involve just going to Colombia. Um, and they just they, they bought the yacht and then sort of used a lot of social media to explain that they they love yachting and their new yachties and they're just going to go on a, a <laughs> the, great. The
1: Instagram photos are amazing, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, beautiful. Had, had, they went had me, fishing. Had
0: me convinced. They went fishing and and caught sunsets and cocaine and firearms. So uh, they, I got a couple of quotables just from there. From the so they took up yachting. Obviously, it was a romantic getaway. Um, sailing from Columbia to Queensland, red flag straight away. If you caught with uh, if you caught with <laughs> yeah. contraband. Yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 a red flag. Uh the boat's was the boat was named Shenanigans. <laughs> like, again, like some it's one of those ones where you know where you watch uh post-dated um crime things and you're like, "Well, that was just like dead set obvious." Obvious. But, yeah. And uh the other one was a quote they were saying uh, that they when they were leaving port was that the good th- good things are on their way. <laughs> so, way to indict yourself. Uh and then probably uh look to kill yourself. So, just a just a rough time to be a, a Nicolic, isn't it? Really,
2: very rough. Now I mean, this... imagine border border patrolers sitting there looking for their binoculars. There's a there's a boat up, coming up the river called Shenanigans. Yeah, and yeah. And a little <laughs> short, fat bloke on there. It looks like his head. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks exactly right. With uh, I think he's got tattoos of like uh, um, you know something of the Ben Cousins ilk of uh, such as life on him too. Like <laughs> it's a, it's <laughs> one such... of those real Australians. Yeah, ones, yeah. It is, mate. Just tip, tip Australians just give themselves away. Let's move on. State of origin, we can talk about some rugby league now, mate. Um, I know that you got back from uh, Perth. When did you get back, Saturday or Sunday?
2: Friday, Friday
0: night. Oh, Friday night. So you had the whole weekend to uh, recover.
2: Had the whole weekend to hang the liver out,
1: yep. Yeah, did you... uh... Just before we go on, you do go for Brisbane. Does this mean you go for Queensland? Ooh. Correct. Oh. Hang up. (laughs) (laughs) Hang up. I can't do this. When, When I... So when I went to break my sobriety, sat down with my first beer in like ages. The only, the one fucking person I had to sit next to was the only dude in the pub going for fucking Queensland, wasn't yeah. it? And he's the, they call the, the, the most que- pissed just, person in call the pub. Queensland, you say And he didn't know shit about footy. I was just like, I can't fucking do this. I'm trying to enjoy myself, i got to leave. So, so you left? No, no I'm, you sat there I, I moved drunk. five metres away.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Um, but it was uh, your take. Uh, the Dean Gay guy trial was a try. As a New South Walesman, as a New South Ulsterman, I'm, I'm happy to put my hand up. That was a bit,
1: oh. a, bit
0: uh, a bit dodgy. The ball, oh. was, the ball was down. His knee wasn't oh, on the line.
1: I don't, I don't know about that one.
2: I've got to say, for as a New South Wales or Queensland supporter, I think the ref did a great job. It's probably one of the better origins referee wise, and yep. I was happy with pretty much all the decisions because you know we got one wrong, they got one wrong, we got two yep. right, they got two right. It all worked out in the end.
1: Yeah, well said. Well said. I agree with that statement very much.
0: Um, how well did New South Wales play though? I just want to get your soundbite.
2: New South have played very well. Thank you. you. Hurt to right, no. Sorry, <laughs> we can hang
0: up. <laughs> I just, want to, just want to hear it out of the mouth. Now we'll go to your realm of the world, mate. We got we're going to talk some World Cup.
1: I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to leave the room for this one. All right? No, so, I, got, I got no fucking idea. So, so
0: Rolls-Royce had a uh, had a bit of intrepidation about uh, coming on here and um, not knowing anything about soccer. So as I spoke to you before in the pre uh, the pre production, we can talk to Reese like he's a two year old, and we can explain yep. soccer. Um, your thoughts on the matches overnight? I'll start you off with Uruguay-Russia. Wow. 3-0. Great game. Yeah?
2: Great game. I mean, that, that was destined. I mean, Russia had to stumble eventually. Yep. Um, I was in, you know, I, I, I thought maybe 2-1, 3-0, yeah, I can, I can take that. Yeah. Wasn't too bad. Um, the other game, yeah, 1-0 down and come back to 2-1. Two, yeah, pretty cool for Saudi Arabia. Wait, Wait Ru- but, Russia but, but, lost?
0: But, yeah, yeah, Russia lost, yeah. So what, 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 what does Putin do to them? Yeah. Well, mate, they're all
2: juiced up anyway, aren't they?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I think their, their testing goes back to, um, I think they're, they're on the hot seat, aren't they, as far as testing goes?
2: They are. There's a lot of uh, articles on the internet about it. All yeah, big, you know, and, and predated
0: too, back to from 2014 onwards. So they're, they're just, well, how, how, how doped up are you going to be that you can't be good enough to beat Uruguay? Tough one. But at the end of the day,
2: mate, they're into the final 16 knockout stages, so I don't think they're expected to go that far.
0: Maybe Russia were on the come down of the doping. You know, how the, the, when you get really... Uh, Paul McCartney said it best about cocaine: you get really, really high, and then you get really, really low. So maybe they <laughs> really, just really peaked, low, yeah. peaked last game, and now they're just absolute trash. Um, don't forget, uh, if you remember uh, the Colombian team way back when, um, oh, what's his name? What's it called? Yeah, they shot their defender. Shot the defender. Yeah, Escobar. Yeah.
2: Pablo Escobar yeah, right.
0: shot Escobar for kicking an own goal. He, he shot his own Escobar.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. You didn't know. Yeah. That. Oh, you don't know anything you about soccer. I'm don't so know. such Shit. a literate. You got to teach me these Fuck things. What are you doing on this program? The only thing man. I know about is Maradona, and that's about it. Because we did him last week. Oh yeah, because of cocaine. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. And if there's anything to learn, but don't then, do mate, then you, to you play got
2: the other two. You got the other two games last night, which was a, a real shock: Spain and uh, Portugal. Dollar thirty and a dollar sixteen. Unbelievable. What
0: was the price for the draw, though? Three twenty. Three forty, I think. Yeah, three sixty. What about Saudi Arabia? They were ten to one. I'm pretty sure I saw at one point. Yeah, they were nine. Yeah, I saw them at nine dollars last yeah. night. you didn't get on. You didn't, you didn't wet the beat. No, nah,
2: no, nah, no. Nah, I just backed both teams to score a goal. The two get two early games. I backed both, uh, both beat at half time plus one. Oh, sorry, yeah, one goal to score before half time
0: Now I want you to get in both I, games. I want you. I want to get my your personal uh, information or your your view on. I backed Portugal at the start of the tournament to win the
2: World Cup. Where yep. am I at? He's second in your group. Relies heavily on Ronaldo. Yep. Uh, they might get to the quarterfinals and that'll be about it. You reckon? If you can sell out and double your money by now, and take your money and run.
0: Okay. Uh, well, what's, uh, your, I know
2: what's your tip then? My, Who you got? Well, I think Croatia could cause a few issues in the knockout stages.
0: They play well.
2: I really do. I bet They're, they're, they're mate, big, hard men, fast, smart.
0: Cohesive uh, I unit. think
2: Mexi- Mexico could cause some issues. I think at $2.40, they'll beat Sweden on Thursday night. Yeah.
0: On midnight, Thursday. Oh, is, is, this, uh, is, this your, is this what you're doing? You're jumping off the ledge here? Are these your hot tips? Right, we'll leave them we'll to the end. But if... Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. But just for the World Cup, yeah, I'd be jumping on a Portugal,
0: mate, now. Okay. Real. All right, then. Um, you know, Ronaldo's Ronaldo,
2: right? Yeah but, yeah, but when you get down to the final 16 and teams are a lot better, yeah, they know how to control. You know, they'll put two blokes on him and then they're fucked.
0: Yeah. So you're, you're thinking, what this is Mexico's first time ever in their history to make it to the um, sixteen.
2: I believe so, it will be, yes. Mate, yep. They're a great team as well. Yeah. So, well-oiled machine, very well-oiled machine.
0: Um, Argentina are dead?
2: Argentina. Well, they could get through tonight. I hope not because Dave Stanley from uh, the TAB and i case of craft beer, if that's the case, because oh, I it? Belgium to go further than Argentina.
0: Oh, really? Okay. On you. What an what a absolute legend of a man he is, Dave Stanley. Yeah, good bloke. Nice fella. Freakish. Have you met Luke Marlowe? Same milk. Yeah, yeah. Great it, Yeah, and I know Luke quite well. interviewed him a couple of times. Friends of the show, they are. Friends of the show. Oh, yeah,
2: okay. Yeah, yeah nice fella. Yeah. Um, he's, he's got he's got a little bromance with Andrew Atkins.
0: He does. Yeah, it's a bit weird there. It's a very small unit they live in.
2: I, I remember talking to uh, Tommy Berry once and said, I thought, what do you think of his bromance? He goes, oh, Michael, it's ridiculous. When Andrew does something wrong, Luke rings me up and whinges about him. And then when Luke does something wrong, Andrew rings me and whinges about him as well.
0: He goes, I feel like an agony out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they... um. You know, they play pranks on it. It's real real weird shit, but (laughs) it's it's their own. Luke Marlowe's Snapchat is my favourite thing to get me through the day sometimes. Um, I'll get your your sound uh, sound bite on Australia versus Peru because I know Peru are the real deal and Australia
2: are slow. First of all, we need France to win, which I think they should. Um, Peru... Mate... By our report, the weather might be rather warm. I mean, it won't bother Australians too much, but Peru, I mean, they train in high altitude. I reckon they've caused a lot of problems. Their defence is pretty sound. Australia's attack isn't very good. Yep. We might, we might sneak a
1: 1-0.
0: I can't believe how slow we are.
2: We're, we're just atrocious.
0: Uh,
1: that Robbie Cruz is uh, <laughs> bad. Stopping. Slow um, as in like running speed slow or like slow Skill with level
0: is basically like a, a four-year-old kid picking up a PlayStation
1: controller <laughs> so and like, trying to navigate. Like, so, it's, so it's like the women's NRL. No, that the was men's great. NRL. No, no, mate. No, like, like like if, 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 if we got the women's team to play up in like...
0: The women's NRL could probably fuck up an NRL but I was in a real team. They play, played. It. That was huge, a great, ball. great game. Did you get to see that, Michael?
2: Yeah, at Corbin the McGregor, fight. the winger, is a good friend of mine.
0: Yeah, they go hard, man. Those girls got hit and took a lick, lit up like a Christmas tree, got back up, kept playing, and like hit it up. Like I, I, I wish that Aaron Woods would do that. <laughs>
2: yeah. Actually, well, we can talk Con- about that. Conala
0: will find out shortly. We, we, um, you, you broke this news to me uh, this morning, actually, Michael, that uh, Aaron Woods has been uh, moved from the Doggies to the Sharks.
2: Yeah. Poor
0: Sharkies. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> they get another big guy to walk up slowly and back up to the defence and yeah, fall on the ground. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Lucky guys. Mate, well I think we've covered everything. It's been a great interview with you.
2: Uh, uh, what what was your tip for Australia? Come on, what are
0: they gonna do? Uh look, I've got uh, I'm already on Australia Prue to draw. I think we're that we're that docile in defence that we'll be able to stick with it enough. I still don't think we'll make the the
1: sixteen. Yeah. Well, how, how about we do a uh, We need to win to make the
0: 16 for people that don't know soccer. Reese, you don't know soccer?
1: I, I don't know soccer. You want a tip?
0: Re- Australia needs to win to make the 16, okay? And
1: then you okay. can be patriotic. Okay, cool. I'll jump on the bandwagon. <coughs> I, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, cool. well, you like you're about to say something. What were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, I just want to do a uh, back-to-the-future with you. Beyond all your sporting knowledge, Chuck has two tips that you think are worth locks. worth, worth as getting the get, pump.
2: I've got to uh, okay. I think uh, Mexico will beat Sweden on Thursday at midnight at two forty. Yep. Um, I actually think they'll also be over two and a half goals. That's paying two twenty. Hmm. Okay. I think Brazil are now slowly starting to click into gear. They they were finding their feet when they were one all against Switzerland. Yep. Um, they really clicked in when they needed to beat Costa Rica two 0 And as you need it, you don't want a team coming into the World Cup with hot form. You need a team who slowly wins, getting better and better, and they work up to as they go through the. So a crescendo the the of talent. Correct. I think Brazil at 6 bucks still is a freaking amazing price. Yep. And for those who are looking for something a little bit larger this weekend, check out uh, Kiradak barn Barnrat. The rat in the uh, Quicken Loans Golf this week on the PGA Tour. Oh, okay. He's paying, paying 30 bucks to win, but the one I like. So each way, that's great value, but he's also paying $4 for a top 10.
1: There you go, punters. B- the barn rat. The barn rat. The b- the barn rat. The oh, you've got to love him because he's called the barn rat. I, I had no idea what you're talking about for a second. <laughs> yeah, no, that's like, special. That sounds like some broken a hill type. He's a, he's, a a a, he's, a, he's, he's
2: a chunky, fat Thai man.
1: Oh, yeah, that's oh perfect. That's how that's I love how my like fucking it. golfers. I, I, I know
2: you smoke? like your fat golfers. You, you Google, ask barn rat and have a look at him. All right, <laughs> then. Is he John Daly-esque? He's, a, he's an Asian John Daly.
0: All right, that's oh, what I like. Dream. If you didn't listen to the whole Insider episode last week, I was talking about Brooks Koepka uh, winning yep. the when the US Open, and, and I was just just really pissed off with how in shape he was. I just not it's not how I like my golfers. It's almost like when I when I heard that Webb Simpson had won. Uh, what did he win? He won uh, a couple of months ago, and I thought um, uh, I thought I can't wait to see. I'm looking in my in my head. I'm thinking like a fucking fat Homer Simpson, and he was just <laughs> no, in, no. He, he was Bit just in good of, yeah. nick. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you can't be called day. Webb Simpson and then not be fat and ugly. Same as same <laughs> as, Bubba, American, same, as hey, same as Bubba Watson. I was like, Bubba Watson's skinny, really? What? Yeah, he's a dog well, mad. Love it. I love the tips. That's I'm
1: happy with that, man. You have you written all that down, Reese? Do you yeah, know I got, you, I got you, it? I got are you it. more enlightened about soccer now? Uh, no, nah, I'm gonna go the golf over soccer, I think. Um, yeah, just don't really care What's ra- the soccer. Ra- what was yeah, a barn no. rat? I love
0: the bar <laughs> mate. You're, you're you're an absolute legend. We'll sign off. This is our very first uh, off the bit sports correspondent, Michael McGill. Thank you very much for joining us. Ladies,
2: sir. Actually, quick quick laugh before we go. We're talking about people we've interviewed. Uh, I yeah. remember interviewing Robbie Waterhouse in his offices in Sydney, yep. um, beautiful palatial area. Um, and one of the questions I asked him was, "Tell me, fine cotton? Did you know?" And he yeah. looked at me and went, "No." And it was a little while later. I was interviewing. Um, What's his name? Glenn Munsey from the TAB. Yep. He said to me that he said, "Michael, in all the years of Fine Cotton and all the uh, police interviews and all the court cases, on the actual day that Fine Cotton happened, he was actually the bag man holding the bag for Robbie Waterhouse at the races that day, and M- he never, ever been interviewed." Munsey. Yep. Was he? Yeah. Little bit of trivia there.
0: Wow. Well, what was his take on it? No.
2: Nah, no, no, no! I didn't ask him, I didn't want to go into that. But uh, yeah, interesting that yeah, he's never asked by police or anyone. So he knows. Munsey
0: Munzee'd know. I oh. don't think Munsey knows. He's a good boy, mate. He is a he's a he's a great bloke. In fact, but, uh, and Robbie Wardhouse is a fantastic gentleman.
2: Well, he was, mate. It's funny because I interviewed him across his boardroom, and I had my dictaphone on. And, and yes, Michael, he, he spoke so quietly. So the amount of time I had to go back and replay and rewatch something like three hours to just. To transcribe the bloody interview. Was he
0: duping you? Was he like intentionally doing it or he just. He no, just, no, he's just sort a very, of, that very, quiet, is kept.
2: Quietly, very quietly spoken man. And quickly, while I'm on the subject as well of um, transcribing interviews, Thomas Huey, the French jockey yes. that, was, that was out here.
0: Fantastic. Uh, we did
2: a 15 minute interview to tape. It took me three and a half hours to transcribe it because i mentioning all these <laughs> French places. I have to go to Google and Google all these bloody racetrack names and trainers names. <laughs> and, uh, nuts. How
0: many, how many yeah. racing industry people do you reckon you've interviewed?
2: Oh, mate, heaps.
0: 50? 30, 40, 50, probably.
2: Let's yeah. go 50. Big, big note, F- yeah. 50. I'd say 50.
0: Favourite was Shane Dye. Oh, man. He, I... he's, he's
2: my all time sporting hero. <laughs>
0: really? Do, do you have the uh, still have the transcript from that, the, the audio?
2: Yeah, oh, mate, still got it all on tape, yeah. I would he, he, love it. He to. rang me from his house in Hong Kong and did it over the phone in 245 minute episodes. Wow. And it was so, so good that it was in Racetrack magazine for two consecutive months.
0: I've got to hear that, man. You'll have to send me that link. Yeah,
2: I'll send you the link, mate. Brilliant. Absolutely. Really good case.
0: Mate, yeah, thank really you very good. much, as we said. Thank hey, you for joining us. Really uh, appreciate uh, as it. As said, re- recurring guest. We- we've got a, uh, about two or three different um, different avenues of, of talking to you, mate. So over the period of the next uh, couple of months, we'll get you back on and we'll deep, deep dive right into the life of Michael McGill and all your exploits.
1: <laughs> you're, uh, you're like our, yeah, our Bruce McAvaney. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Same age, yeah. Same age. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jesus. <laughs> You're looking, Catch you later. You're looking you, you better. you got kids though, mate, so you can't be. Yeah true. Yeah. yeah, true. See you later, bye, mate. Bye. Take yeah, care. Yeah. Bye, mate.
0: Okay, let's get into some segments now. Uh, our first segment is called Backhand, Forehand Juice. <laughs> and we have Nick Kyrgios who uh, at a ATP tournament um, was sitting courtside uh, midway through a set and decided to what, – what, what the press are dubbing a uh, simulating a sex act – um he
1: was basically just fucking uh, like shameful sex act. If you ask me, mate, he, he gra- it's, it's, a, it's a little shake and a, and a squirt.
0: For anyone that hasn't seen it, he he grabbed a water bottle as he was, as he was rehydrating um, and simulated masturbating and with the, with the orgasm face and then <laughs> s- um, squirted the, bo- the squirted the water out of the end of the bottle and well, then
1: and, and the video looks like he's looking at the camera dead down the line too, yeah. which like you know. That's yeah, how you got to do it. You he, like look him he knew, in the eye.
0: Yeah, but you had you took to task about uh, his technique. Wasn't yeah, it?
1: shocking technique, mate. I, I'm I'm quite a wanker myself. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, this um, is quite, this quite is perverse. the thing. He and is and a it's just his his form is a bit off. You know, like bit rapid, bit bit rapid. He kind of twiddles it around and a whole, whole lot of juice doesn't twist it at the top. Yeah, no, nah, no twist. What the fuck is he doing? Double double cruncher with the two hands. Yeah, yeah. He's got no no form. So yeah, shame. Uh,
0: he's he's no he's no stranger to um, to. Uh, you know, uh, putting up uh, public displays of, of, uh, randomness, but, uh, uh re- this is the same sort of thing as Phil Mickelson that this is, <laughs> this is like, uh, they're, they're p- these guys are picking two, two sports in steeped in tradition of elegance and maturity and, and, uh, Phil Mickelson just hitting the ball around. The we, we hip.
1: blew the golf game open last week with that, Absolutely. that comment because, uh, a bunch of my mates who are big golfers are like, fuck that. I'm just going to do that for I now. did it the other day. Did you? Yeah. I bet you I, Yeah.
0: No, so what I did was- um, How many
1: times did you do it, though? That's the question. I did, I
0: did three Mickelsons and two Mulligans. <laughs> and oh. shot a 66. It was my best round. <laughs> um, it, it's great, because actually one of them was- um, uh, was a And then got and the
1: feel for the soccer and just quickly towed the ball up. Through. Yeah, just kick yeah, kick yeah, the yeah. shit
0: along. One of them was a par three where it was really steep and into water. And I when knew did you if play it? it, at? If it uh, was is it, This was at- uh, um, uh, New Brighton golf, yeah, okay. golf club, right. yeah, and uh, Warwick Farm Chipping Norton. Yeah. Um, so it was it was rolling, and it was going to go. Is in. Is that
1: where that race is?
0: The Chipping Chipping Norton, Norton? Uh, the the Chipping Norton race. Yeah, that's not at
2: Chipping, Chipping Norton. Happens so, at so the Chipping
0: now. Norton is is a Group One, but it's not at <laughs> Warwick Farm. Where Chipping Norton is, it's at Ranwick and it's not at Chipping Norton where Chipping Norton is. That's we. That, that's a joke done, for the yeah, long-time listeners. We, we got it. We got it. That's a demo run. That's a demo <laughs> that's, joke. That's I like a, the way you come in. a demo that. joke, yeah. Yeah. Um, our next segment, uh, this is pains me to say it, <laughs> but we have a new segment called, this is uh, bipartisan of me throwing Rolls Reese under the bus with the Nick Olive stuff, also for uh, uh, early bird listeners, uh, where I threw Rolls Reese under the bus for purchasing single gaze for was 70. I have put myself on the hot seat. And my, our next segment is Lay Off the Source, where <laughs> myself, uh, after a lot of jubilation, I think I'm going to, what I'm going to say about this Rolls Royce I think maybe it's because State of Origin was on a Sunday, it's a different kind of lit but I was a different kind of lit.
1: <laughs> you were all types of lit, mate. I was lit. You had all the litness going F- on. For
0: people that aren't very privy to my personal Facebook, after the Blues won, I-, I take a lot of pride in the Blues in anything they do. So um, also I do t- take a lot of pride in guzzling beers. Um, and uh, after the final siren, I thought that in my right state of mind that I was out, that it was about time to silence the Queensland haters. <laughs> and I put a video on, um, which I'm not regretting.
1: I assume you wouldn't be. I'm not regretting it at all. I don't regret you doing it either. No.
0: Uh, what do, I'll tell you what, uh, for
1: the people... I, are, I reckon we can link this to our Off The Bit Facebook. We'll, oh, absolutely. Uh, we we'll up there. Yeah.
0: Uh, but in, in the meantime, we'll play the audio right now. Here it is. God damn. Dear Lord, we gather here today to mourn the passing of the Queensland State of Origin team. Blessed was he who had a very nice run with a lot of elite players, but now you're fucking bums! You're bums! <laughs> The whole team is bums, man. New South Wales just kicked you your fucking ass. You had the elite of the elite, right? The changing of the guard has not been so smooth. You got Cameron Smith is gone. Replacing him, McCulloch? Good point. Huh? The guy did fucking nothing. He just ran around like a fucking absolute tool. He didn't. You lost Jonathan Thurston. Who's replacing him? Fucking Munster? They towel that guy up. They towed him up. They picked him up and spanked his fucking naughty bot bot. Don't ever fuck bot. with New South Wales now. Yeah, All you I can fucking it. gloat about. We are fucking here to stay. It is a New South Wales change of regime. Go on, go on. Fuck you guys. What you cool this Queenslanders point, need to do. Do me one favour. Go home. Crab <laughs> a 4X, sure. right? Drink it. Put some pills in it. Drink it again. And then pills? have a nice long fucking sleep. Because the next time I'm you get up, pills? if you don't right. wake up, you'll still never see the fucking Queensland maroons in anywhere near the fucking victory yeah. line. We are the champs. Kiss the badge,
2: blues.
1: <laughs> god damn. Well, oh, well. That was done, me mate. on the
0: hot seat, man. Um, See, like I, I do not even
1: have to do anything to embarrass you. You just oh, you're I'm, doing it yourself. I'm an, o- mate.
0: I'm an open slather. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next morning, I felt fantastic about it, and then <laughs> and then I kind of like got through to like midday, and I was like, "Well, oh, god damn,
1: <laughs> that was some different shit." Uh, but uh, that, as that, as opposed to saying that. Get on the source because that's where all the fun stuff happens. And the funny thing is, like,
0: a, a couple of people took me to task about it. Like, oh, hey, man, you look like you were really drunk on Sunday. Like, dirt. Fuck fucking, it's a state of origin. What am I meant to
1: be, mad sober? That's a that's a beauty of um, social media. You, you can be a drunken idiot and get away with it. Yeah, you know? fantastic. And, and everybody gets to see it. It's not just people that had the privy to be with J- you.
0: Just for the award-winning listeners out there, I might just post that onto the Off The Bit site. So uh, everyone can sort of sit there and watch and glass. I, honestly, I thought I had it fine until I started stuttering and then, like, <laughs> you could see just that little bit of recollection. in like, the, the video, you just look drunk. Oh, of if, if you don't listen to the audio, you just look.
1: <laughs> I'm like, pretty you're... sure the
0: first bit when I said like uh, the, the eulogy part, I, I couldn't even, like I was not even
1: standing still. <laughs> you kissed your shirt as well. You kissed your jersey. Oh, Kiss mate, the emblem. The pride is just the oozing <laughs> out of you. All right, let's get uh, the winners right. and losers. Uh, Hit it many, off, you, Take a, the heat off me. All yeah. right, take the heat off you. Um Winner. Oh, you know I love a winner. Yeah. Winner is the Woolworths recycling collection thing for me. It's just yes. it, it just wins on so many different levels. Like yeah, let's take them all hard. It's good recycling. Mm. Good. Ten ten cents a bottle. Um, making money. Good. Yeah. But the best good is. All the bums that get off their ass to go collect bottles and fuck around and <laughs> go and do something to keep earn a you up at
0: all times of night.
1: Good. <laughs> I love it. I love that rattling sound out the side of my uh, my window of people going through my fucking recycling bin looking for <laughs> bottles. Yeah, cheers. Keep it up. That sounds like a loss, but it's actually a win. I love that sound. A bloke pulled up at our local sort of
0: recycling bar. If anyone doesn't know, these two also in, in New South Wales. I'm not sure if it's Australia-wide, but uh, they have a recycling bins where you put all your glass bottles in, 10 cents a bottle and um, all the people that are, are a little less fortunate in the funds department seem to come out the clouds. And a bloke pulled up in a Datsun 180B with <laughs> absolutely chocked with with buckets all the way from the passenger side of the roof, all the way along the back and in the and in the boot. He just kept pouring them out. And I'm thinking, they, they've got no shame when they're doing it. It's a lot. You know, he was there all day. Man, money's money. I just checked back on just him. keep
1: doing it. That's kept- what I'm like. This is a fucking winner because one, like... Yeah, recycling really It's good. great for the environment. Yeah. 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 Great, great government initiative. For, for anybody that just does want to make a buck and for those people that um, aren't really employable or whatever have you, Yep, they find it more elating to collect bottles and yeah. go out and do that. So power to you. Good. Win. Yeah, yeah I like it. And
0: uh, I uh, I do use it here and there. And uh, I was actually talking to one of the guys that runs it and he said that one of those machines, just a singular machine, uh, since december has uh, paid out a total of $70,000 which is just Droidza. extraordinary ex- extraordinary Extr- that's a
1: new word isn't
0: it's, it it's 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 ex an extraordinary lieutenant
1: so <laughs> is a <it> part of <laughs> part of the candy kingdom
0: yeah he is yeah yeah he's a <laughs> um, general in the yeah, army the
1: f- <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I
0: can't> <laughs> Strawberry Lieutenant <laughs> We have ways of making you talk
1: <laughs> I will stuff you full of strudel uh, I've,
0: got a, uh, I've got a I've got a winner actually um, Just hot off the press too Ben Simmons has just been named The uh, NBA Rookie of the Year Massive thing from Australian boy that we, All these parents are American But uh, uh, Australian born and grown talent to, uh, to reach the heights of the NBA And he's Dayton Cow, Kendall Jenner now, so he's career's toast. He's got the Jenner curse.
1: He's got that monkey on his back, do not yeah. he? What do you got? She's a saucy thing too. She's oh, nice. I like her. She's, well, she's... they all are if you're getting nah, that much work done. No, 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 no. She's got the least amount of work. She looks the most normal. Yeah, we'll run with that. I don't want to do too much about it, Kardashian. I said, fuck off. Let's change Another winner is just rugby league in general for me. Um, yes. They had the- blues, uh, blues, 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 blues. blues. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we had- <laughs> Change that up. We could sit here all day, mate. <laughs> We've got to, got got other things to do. Can't fucking help it. it just leaks out. <laughs> um, just the it, it, it's going international and, and breaking that American and Canadian market. Um, good mate of mine that I, I grew up with and, and played footy with, Blakey Wallace, is over there playing for the uh, Toronto Wolves. Call themselves the Wolf Pack. Yeah, over there, and their fucking crowd is amazing. Like yep. better than anything over here. It's like college college football yeah meets rugby league and it just gets my dick hard yeah okay it's not nothing like
0: uh, when say South Sydney Rabbitohs play West Tigers at Allianz Stadium. There's six six
1: people there. Not, con, nah, a little, little, little more, a little more enthusiasm, a bit of yeah. chanting. And and the players are so involved and love to have fun with the uh, the fans as well. So, yeah, look, big win for them and in particular the, the Toronto Wolfpack. So, big shout-out to them. Hopefully we'll try and get Blakey on for an interview or something. Absolutely,
0: yeah. We're open to all interviews. Anyone wants to come on board, just uh, flick me a text. Actually, follow us on iTunes, follow us on uh, social media, on Facebook, The Off The Bit. Uh, Twitter at off underscore the underscore bit. That always fucks with me (laughs) trying to get – I've got to squint one eye to get that sentence out. It fucking shits me. Um, I've got one more loser. I just got Childish Gambino. So he went viral with this – Ooh, I'm a big Childish fan. Have you not heard this one? I haven't heard. I haven't heard. I probably – So this song that he had that was massive, This Is America? Yeah. Yeah, so they uh, copied that off a song from 2016. Exactly the same beat, same premise. Original not so much. That kind of but starts. in saying that I actually what I did was I, I I deep dived into a rabbit hole to try and like find it at the actual origins of the, the song itself. And I ended up by sprawling across like a history of songs that have, that all have been done that. Yeah. I was say so um the one that got me, Beyonce about a boy. If I were a boy, if I were a boy. Yeah. Is that, is that was that like Beyonce then? That tone? A little bit. Boy. Mm-hmm. I I can't get that. So that was a young 16-year-old girl that did it acoustically and they just bought it off her and they used it. So it's it's prevalent. So it's a loser because you get so much plaudits for being a great
1: songwriter and then they dig deep into it and go, hey, that's not yours. I've actually got a loser, um, Heather Locklear. Mm. Go, Heather. Look, look, Heather Locklear is just fucking breaking down at the moment and just – She's gone fucking nuts. And I'm like, love, you, you're too deep into your, your career. 60. She's got to be 60. You, you, you're looking weathered. Just fucking, yeah. you don't have to have a breakdown to get. W- weather get, Locklear. get, get weather Locklear. Weather, weathered Locklear. Weathered Locklear, on the Nah, Weather Locklear, I like that. Yeah. You, you just don't need to have a breakdown. Like, Britney Spears did it, come back, fucking killed yeah. it. You know, like, you don't need to have that moment anymore. You're done. Just sign your check and get out of here.
0: Yeah. I'd like to have a threesome with Weather Locklear and Stormy Daniels. Just create a low-pressure system.
1: Stormy... <laughs> 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 or a high-pressure situation. You don't fucking <laughs> know what's going on there. Uh, ben, just big-time
0: Ben. Just put in a boom at the end of that one. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, mate, oh, maybe I'm, that's, that's our episode. Done, yep. man. Yep. Oh, actually, yeah, nah, fuck it. Let's go. Play the music. It's been a great episode. We'll see you next week.
1: Goodbye. So long. Farewell. Yeah, I'm